0: Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook, and it is another awesome day for another awesome episode of how to become next on scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guests, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started. And it definitely ties into my amazing guest today and what we're going to talk about. So when it comes to building a personal brand, if you are not showing up confidently online with how you're dressing, how you're looking, how you're feeling, the people on the other end are not going to perceive you the way that you want to be seen, right? So it's really important that when you're getting dressed that you feel confident in what you have in your wardrobe and what you're wearing. So as we head into the spring season, it is very important to make sure that you are paying attention to trends, and that's what this this episode is about, all about spring trends. So I know recently, two episodes ago, we had an awesome episode talking about style audits and all those things, and today we're going to really deep dive into trends that are happening this season So if you didn't know, I am a huge fashion fan. Um, I originally went to school for fashion merchandising, and I didn't know how to design clothes for crap. So I decided that I would help spread the word and be a PR person to help spread knowledge around fashion and styling and colors and all the things. So this is why we have amazing guests in the fashion realm on our show. So If you didn't know that fun fact about me, that's fun fact for today. So I'm really excited to bring on the amazing Ginger Burr, who's going to be talking all about the bewitched, bothered, and bewildered spring 2023 trends. She is an amazing image consultant for over 30 years, and I can't wait for you to learn from her. So stay tuned for the amazing Ginger Burr. Welcome back to Becoming Nice On Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be back here with the amazing Ginger Bird, the founder of Total Image Consultants and an amazing woman everybody needs in her life. Hi, Ginger. How are you today?
1: Oh, Jackie, that's the best introduction. Thank you. It's
0: It's all true. It's all true. I only speak the truth here, Ginger. So (laughs) I'm really excited to bring you back on. We're going to talk all about spring trends. And we know you do your special Be Witched, Be Bothered. Oh, my God. Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, and I just asked you prior to recording this, which is even more hilarious, all about the spring trends. So tell us all about what that is, and let's deep dive into it.
1: Well, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered is actually from a song from the 1940s, and no, I was not born then, but (laughs) it was uh, from a musical, a Rodgers and Hart musical called Pal Joey, and I just, the song is catchy. And when years ago, I've been doing this now for many, many years, years ago, when I started doing the letting people know about what the trends were for the season, I thought, you know, oh, these are great. Oh, these are the most hideous trends I've ever seen in my life. And I thought, how am I going to tell people, you know, which ones are great and which one, in my opinion, and which ones are just, you know, you should skip at all costs. And I don't know, for some reason, this song title popped into my head. And I said, that's it. I can put the different trends into the different categories. Be Some are bewitched, some are bothersome, and some are bewildering. Like, <laughs> <know> why <laughs> would they make a trend like this? I mean, really? So that's what I do. And I know people look forward to it each season. So, so how long have you been doing this? Oh, my good. 25 years, maybe. Wow. I'm not even sure. A really long time. Yeah.
0: So cool. Love it. And very creative title, by the way, even though it's, <laughs> it's all fun. the bees, all the bees. <laughs> I love yeah, it. All the
1: bees. Yes.
0: <laughs> so let's go through. So let's first go through the bewitched section. So walk us through what's trending this season.
1: Well, the good news is that there's more that's bewitching than there is the other categories. And I always, and some of the things end up in both cat and more than one category, actually. We, the first thing we always have to look at in the seasons is what are the colors for the season? And true to form, I don't know, for some reason, well, I understand why, spring comes and they want to give us all these pastels or really incredibly bright colors, which is fine, but they aren't colors that everybody loves to wear. And always, this season in particular, pink, like pink, 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 pink. pink. Everything from a soft blush pink to a shocking bubblegum pink, it's all there. You can find, if you wear pink, You can find any shade of it, which is fun. I never, I look hideous in pink, so I don't wear any of those. Um, One of my favorite colors for the season is robin's egg blue. It's also everywhere. And that's a color that really looks pretty on a lot of people. So, you know, there are colors. There's also, uh, what's one that's a little bit scary? Uh, uh, There are a lot of shades of green, which is always nice. I love to see greens because there were years where we couldn't find green to save our lives. But they have, you know, acid green is one of the ones that they like, which is, you know, not most people's best green. <laughs> but they're also, in my trend report that just went out now, it's... um I show a really pretty ruffled cardigan and a beautiful like emerald green. So you can find other shades of green too. So color is always a, a really great place to start. And I can tell you about a lot of other ones. How many would you like to hear about?
0: I know, right? Um, what's your favorite out of all of them?
1: All right. Well, I have a couple of them, but one is, and I don't even think I would wear it, but I just love it. Tool, tool, Is super, I mean, more popular than, to be honest with you, more popular than I've ever, ever seen it be in all the years I've been doing this. And not only is it popular, but it's in wearable versions, which, I mean, you have to have the right personality to be able to pull it off and... I don't think that's me. Even if I were 30 years younger, it probably wouldn't do tulle, but there are some really adorable ways to wear tulle, either really just out there tulle. In fact, in the Academy Awards, we saw Ashley Graham wearing a beautiful sheer, is also super popular. We can get into that more if you want to. She wore a really pretty dress that had some sheer in a soft like aqua green color and a tulle skirt. It was just so lovely. So, but tool does not have to be only for dressy occasions. You actually can have fun with it and put a t shirt with it or a crop top or something. It's real. There's a lot of adorable ways to wear tool.
0: I love that advice. So, so let's talk about sheer because I'm fascinated by it. Oh, that. my gosh. You said well, that. I was like, yes, let's talk about that, please. Oh,
1: Sheer. I mean, sheer has gone to an extreme. And if anyone watched the Academy Awards, I swear 90% of the people there were wearing sheer. And some of it, I don't understand this. This went in my, I forget whether it was bewitched or bothered. I don't know. But the sheer wear, it's sheer head to toe and you're basically just in your underwear. Right. <laughs> I mean, could we leave a little something to the imagination? I just, I don't personally understand that. I know there are people who love it. I do think that Lady Gaga at the Academy Awards, I think she, she did a lot of sheer it looked amazing. Right. She could pull off
0: anything though. Yeah. Right. And it was,
1: I thought it was so tastefully done. And again, that's to my taste, but I thought it was just elegant. Sheer is not always elegant by any means. And she made it look elegant. It was really beautiful. And then of course we had Rihanna who, I mean, she, there was all kinds of comments and controversy and all of that because she's pregnant, but you know, she wore it with, you know, great confidence. and it looked good on her.
0: Right. Can um, we there was someone... talk about that? Cause that's such a big part of like what you help with people like confidence yes. and dressing. So can yeah. we walk more through that? Like how it can really actually transform how you're showing up too? like,
1: you know, a lot of times women are uncomfortable wearing something either because they worry that they can't pull it off or they don't know how to create the outfit to pull it off. Or the third reason is that It's really not them. And so they're trying, and this can happen with trends in particular, they're trying really hard to make this work, but because they feel self-conscious, they aren't projecting any confidence at all because they feel uncomfortable because it isn't authentic for them. So how you dress and how you feel great in your clothes is all about finding a look and clothing that makes you feel empowered and confident. And so that means there may be trends that you just never ever wear and that's fine. We don't you don't want you don't want a closet full of trends anyway because you'll have to rework your wardrobe every season which makes no sense. It's not sustainable.
0: I love that. And I think also too like you could have an outfit that looks great on you but like if you don't feel good in it it's not going to portray the same way, right?
1: Oh, thank you Jackie. You know that is really perfect. Lee said, because that anyone who has ever gone shopping with a friend or their mother or just had a saleswoman help them and they get into an outfit, everybody's going, oh, you look great. But you don't feel like you in it, even if it looks great, you're never going to wear that or you're never going to feel good when you wear it. So you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, I just, I think it's such an important topic to talk about because I'm noticing it more now. People are going out even more than they were prior and like, it's affecting, it affects me. Like I think about it more now and I never did, you know? So I love that. And thank you for sharing that. I think it's super important.
1: Well, you shared it. It was perfectly said. No,
0: I'm so glad. (laughs) Thank you for like adding your expertise to that. Yes. So let's talk more about now the bewildered section.
1: (laughs) Okay, so- Bewildered is one of those things where, and you have to remember, the majority of my clients are over 40, over 50 even. And so there are things, but there are some that I just think, you know what, most of us can't pull them off anyway. And those are kind of the, or, or aren't going to wear them, won't feel comfortable wearing them. Those are things like right now, denim boots. Really? <laughs> it's, really? I mean, really, it's something you would wear twice. And- and if, it's, it's going to be out of style in five seconds anyway, it's super, super, it's a fad. There's a difference between trends and fads. Fads don't last at all. Trends can last longer. Fads don't last. So denim boots are, in my opinion, kind of crazy. I would leave those to like the celebrities. Um, oversized blazers. You know, I have um, never understood oversized blazers the ones that are so oversized that they make you look like you're drowning in fabric. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I mean, a little oversized, a little funky in that way, worn with something sleek can be cool. But what they're showing right now, what I show in my trend report are oversized blazers. There's lots of them out there They they just, you drown. You come. you're just draped in a massive amount of fabric. So I don't understand those at all. And the other thing, and this is sort of an interesting one. And every spring, every spring, they pretend that bows and ruffles and rosettes and, well, not so much hearts. Hearts are popular this season. They aren't every spring. But all these sort of sweet details are everywhere mm-hmm. and on everything. And I I don't want all those things. If you look at my closet, you'll see very few of any of those things in my closet because it's not me, but they put them on everything. And I'm kind of bewildered by the fact that they think we all want to wear massive amounts of the frilly, frilly stuff. There are some people who rock it and other people are like, please don't show me that ever again. So, But every spring, that's what they give us.
0: What do you think that that has to do with? Why do they keep repeating that?
1: Well, because it's, you know, spring is a a lighthearted, you know, just a little more, you know, it's warmer out. So we're bearing a little bit more and it's just a a, a sweet time in the seasons. Mm -hmm. And so they want to give us the pastel and it go, they go so well with things like pastels and brighter colors. They want to give us all those sort of cute details and to welcome in spring from after a a deep, dark winter, which we didn't really have this season, but you know, it's but so they they just make everything sweet. You won't see anywhere near. In fact, it's really it doesn't it does happen, but it's rare when you see tons and tons of ruffles or rosettes or mm-hmm. things like that in the fall. You don't see a lot of that then. They bring it all to us in this, you know, light hearted time. I don't know. I just don't understand why they think we want it on everything.
0: Right, I have a question too now about the fads and like the trends because you've been doing this research for years. Like, what do you think like causes these fads? Like, what where well, do these things come from exactly?
1: The fads are they're trends taken to an extreme. So those are trends that you know it, they're so recognizable and so out there that but well, you're not going to wear them a lot because they're going to be really, really memorable and so extreme that in six months, it'll be replaced by a different extreme trend. And so the fads are just, I would personally, I would stay away from fads or get one thing in there. And even, you know, trends you want to follow to a certain extent, like things like right now, ballet, colorful or bold, they say ballet flats are in. Well, ballet flats have been in for a really long time, but now they've got color added to them. That's a trend. And even if you wear that when that trend isn't hot, you're not going to look out of place. Right. Denim boots, you'll look out of place. You know, they'll go, oh, that was back in 2023. So 2023. And, you know, so you just, I, most of my clients aren't going to go for the fads and probably most of the people you know won't. But you can wear trends, just not all of them. At once in one outfit and pick and choose the ones that really make you happy and feel like you. So, what
0: is a trend that you absolutely like outside of the ribbons and all of that stuff that you shared, the ruffles? Like, is there one too that you just remember over the years that totally stood out to you that you were like, how is this continuing?
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's interesting. I'm trying to think of what that would be. Well, you know, there's the platform shoes have come into style from time to time, and I actually like platform shoes. But the really extreme platforms, those are a fad. Those uh. are a fad. <laughs> and if you're super funky, incredibly unconventional, really edgy, you can probably pull those off almost any time. But they are not always in style. Oh. Um, so you have to kind of watch, you know, those. Anything that looks super extreme. Like, for, well, actually, to be honest with you, this sheer everywhere thing, I don't think we'll see that forever. You know that will a little bit of shear is almost always in every spring because we don't mind having a little bit of shear because we're not freezing. Right. Shear head to toe. I I think that will disappear after huh. a while.
0: So insightful. Like I never think about these things. I'm learning a lot. So thank you for that today. <laughs> Love that. All fun. Okay. Yeah. Now let's talk. Wasn't there one more section? So be I was with- bothered. Yes. Duh. Thank you. Love this. This will be fun. So tell me more.
1: <laughs> to me, what I put in bothered. Are the ones that I think? Why would we wear those? Like for instance, or who's going to wear it? It's a little different from bewildered, bothered. Are things like right now bubble hems are in? What are those exactly? They they have a a very fullness at the hem. They don't lay. They're not like iron flat. They have like a little bubble to them. They're rounded on the bottom. You're not going to see a lot of them out there, and it, which is probably good. But how they're being worn right now, and I have, I say this in my trend report, I have a bubble hem trench coat that I got a number of years ago that I really like, and it's not so extreme that I can't still wear it. It's a beautiful color. I like it. What they're doing with bubble hems right now is they're they are like micro mini bubble hems. So they are super extreme. Most of my clients, I can't even think of one of my clients who would wear it. They also have a tendency to look... Like you're six years old, I don't know. Too, I don't even know a lot of twenty year olds who you know mm-hmm. want to look like they're six or seven years old. You really have to have just the right attitude to be able to pull this out off without looking. I don't know, just too babyish, mm-hmm. in a way. And another one, and again, this has to do more with body shapes. And again, I deal with a, a lot of women who are a little bit older and get a little more sensitive about their bodies. And so drop waists are in. You again, you won't see a million of them, but they, they are out there. But for any of us, and I I'm one of these people who carries, you know, my widest part is my thighs. So if you if you're a little wider in the hips and the thighs, a drop waist is gonna going to draw the focus there and sometimes gets hooked up or stuck on that part of the body. So you're not gonna feel comfortable in it. It will work well on somebody who has a very straight body, and then it's pretty, and then it can work. So, you know, Bothered is just one of those things that's not always easy to wear and certainly doesn't work on everyone, particularly, you know, a lot of my clients.
0: you find a lot of department stores get these things in? Like what stores are kind of?
1: The extremes, they don't. So yeah. you won't see a lot of the bubble hem skirts. There, There is a mini, mini skirts. I mean, mini skirts are very in right now. You will see a lot of those because those work very well. For younger women. Of people, right. You know what? Some older women still feel comfortable wearing them and that's fine. So those you'll see a lot out there. But the, um, and the drop waist you'll see a little bit, but the fads are the ones that you will not see a lot of in the mainstream stores. You'll see them in the fast fashion stores because they're going to come in and go out. You know, yeah. that's it. And they, and they have such high turnover that they're just not going to uh, be around for very long. And that's okay because their clothing options turn over so quickly.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing. I Like, like I said, I'm learning a lot. I really appreciate it. So oh. tell me also, you recently did a blog on wedding dresses for the mother of the bride. I thought it's super like valuable and we have to share this today because I think wedding season is coming up. So can you talk more about that piece of it? Like when women are shopping, things to consider, things that like, you know, they should probably like pass on, like, because obviously the bride has a a decision to give the mother of the bride, right? So like, what are some scenarios and advice you have for moms?
1: Yeah, I got a lot of interesting, I mean, all good feedback on that blog post, because as you said, you know, it's, we're in wedding season, but we're in wedding season on steroids, Mm -hmm. because they... So many people postponed their weddings or at least their receptions until the pandemic had calmed down a little bit. And so this, uh, just today, I was doing a search for a mother of the bride dresses for one of my clients. So it is really popular right now. The thing that gets tricky is, though we're coming towards the end of that, but the prom season can interfere with it a little bit and make it harder to... They, they don't save as much room for mother of the bride dresses because prom... season is taking up so much of it, but you can, you can find them. They, they, there's just this tricky place of being able to find a dress that doesn't make you feel like you're going to a prom, but also doesn't make you feel frumpy. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of frumpy mother of the bride, mother of the groom dresses out there that make you feel like you're 100 years old so it's finding those dresses in the middle that make you really happy to wear them also thankfully the client i was shopping would say loves blue because there's a lot of blue out there but sometimes and you can read about this in my blog post you know the the bride is saying oh i want you to wear one of these three colors and they're things like sage green it's like really We have to find that color. We have to find the perfect style. We have to, I mean, the perfect fit. It's like, no. And sage green, I've just heard this several times from people, there must be something very popular about sage green in weddings right now. Sage green does not look that good on a lot of people. It will wash a lot of people out. So stop it, you brides, from telling your mother of the bride or groom that she has to wear a certain color if it's not a great color for her and or if she can't find it in the stores, because we are at the mercy of what's out there. To be honest with you, I often recommend mother of the brides and mother of the grooms look to have something made if they can, because then you get exactly what you want. And I've done that with a number of my clients.
0: I love that. And I also like want to tie back blue because I feel like you always say like blue for like photos or videos. And like, I think like, that's like a very, can you talk more about like how that's a color that looks good on most people for most occasions
1: it does usually uh, some kind of a blue or a teal. They tend to look good on a look at people and they also photograph really well. The other thing with the mother of the bride, mother of the groom, often you don't always have to do this, but often you want to go. And this is true actually for photograph, being photographed too, unless you really, really know what you're doing. Go with a solid color. Because again, you don't have to worry about the print overpowering you when you're ha- and when you're in a wedding, you're having your picture taken, so it's kind of the same thing in a way. You, we want to see you, and we just want the dress to be beautiful or the outfit to be beautiful, but we want it to support you and enhance you. So blue and teal are just two that look good on so many people and and photograph really well. So those are often when in doubt, I often tell people go in that direction, and you'll love that be safe.
0: Love that. Thank you for sharing. Love that. So this has been so awesome, Ginger. Can you share this, how people can subscribe to your website, your newsletter, get a free ebook, all the things?
1: Yes. There's a free ebook on my website called How to Stop Wasting Money on Things You Never Wear. And it gives you 10 tips to think about when you're purchasing clothes or putting together an outfit. And you can get that just by going to my website, which is Total Image Consultants. Dot com. And um, you'll see a link there. And if you for any reason you can't find it, or you want to get to it quickly total image com slash subscribe, and it will take you right there. And then you'll get my newsletters with things like the bewitched bothered and bewildered. And that's on my blog right now. So if you've missed that, that newsletter going out, just go on my blog, and you can find that whole article there.
0: Awesome. And then Ginger also has all these amazing on demand classes you could do. She has a course that comes out every couple months. So definitely go subscribe and tune in. And Ginger, this is always a pleasure. Thank you for the trend report. We rely on you for all these great things. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jackie. It's always a great pleasure.
0: So fun. And thank you everyone so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene. And stay tuned for Who's Next on Scene.